it's a mistake to put all your eggs in a basket mentally when you when it comes to hiring employees. Yeah. What I mean is like you do not like I would say if people make it past 30 to 60 days, then you mentally go, oh, okay, like this is the one. But like I don't I can't tell you guys how many times I've gone through an, a roller coaster of like all oh, this, this is, is the person. This is the person, yeah. this and that. And then we're like two weeks in and I'm like, this is not the this person. This is not the person. <laughs> Welcome to Big Business Mistakes, hosted by Brandon and Kaylin Poulin. Hear the most successful entrepreneurs tell jaw-dropping stories and lessons behind their biggest business mistakes so that you don't make them. Ditch the fake highlight reel and get the raw truths and golden lessons of what it actually takes to scale your business from those who have done it. This is Big Business Mistakes. I'm, I have absolute like joyful anticipation. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. the, the right signs are showing, but I would not even flinch if I got an email three days from now. Hey, I don't think this is for me. Like, because that happens guys, like people, like they think they know what they want. And sometimes maybe we, maybe we misrepresent what it is. Right. I don't, I don't really think you do. I think you, I think you over, I probably over represent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying like in general, like maybe we misrepresent yeah. what, what the role was. Maybe, maybe like they just didn't really know what they wanted and they needed to like jump into it for two weeks. Like, yeah. and this is the hard part. Like people are people. Yeah. Right. But I think, I think what you're trying to say here is like being sold on the person doesn't happen when you hire them. Like I would say it's more like 90 days for you than 30 to 60, but it's like be sold on them after the 90 day mark of like, it's been proven out that they're the person for the role. Like when you make the hire, not like this is the one I'm sold on this person, like they're going to come in and fix all these things. And like, this is the one for the long haul. It's more like you hire the person, let them sell you over the 90 days of actually working in the business. And then you're like, okay, like this is the one, like the trust, like you've developed the trust there. Yeah. Like the trust is not developed through the hiring process. It's developed through the working in the business, like sure. proving it out. Yeah. Cause if you're not careful, you'll be, you'll be like, so like plant your flag on a hill ready to die. Yeah. And like, they'll let you down or you'll start, you'll start making excuses for them. Yeah. And like, that's happened to me as well. So, so ju just like side trail here of like such a, uh, like, I can't tell you guys how, how much kind of like in my guts, like yeah, I used just to wreck you wrenched over, <laughs> yeah. over this because, you know, people don't meet your expectations and you get excited and you're like, Oh, like I know that look guys, most of the time people will solve all the problems in your business, mm -hmm. right? The right person. A yeah. lot of times like mm -hmm. hiring the right people will help give you the bandwidth you need to take, take initiatives forward to alleviate stress that you have doing certain stuff that you don't like to do. Um, you know, the, it's just like, people are what can solve problems in your business and alleviate so much pressure and friction for you as the entrepreneur. Yeah. But like, it's, it, it's an emotional roller coaster for sure when that kind of stuff happens. So back to Shmisha, right? <laughs> Shmisha. Back to Shmisha. So, so Shmisha. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Get it together, Kaylin. <laughs> This is so funny. Like Shmisha is something I would say, not you. So yeah, it's funny. Like when we were prepping for this episode, I was like, let's just call her Shmisha. I was Shmisha. like, I don't want to say her name. And Brandon goes, Shmisha. 
Oh my gosh. Okay. I got it. I got it. I got it together. I think. So, so we're literally, oh um, so let her go. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, moving on. You know, at this point, yeah, it was like a whole week. Like I've <laughs> had a lot of assistants. I've had a few great ones mm-hmm. over the last decade. And, um, the last one I had was incredible <clears throat> left cause she really wanted to do her own thing. Yeah. And when started her own business. Went, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so, so when people leave working for me and they go and they do something greater, like I'm always happy for them. Like that's what we, we want people to, to evolve. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I just, I didn't have a place for her at the time. That was that, I think that's what we should try to do first. Anyways. So back to Shmisha. Yeah. Shmisha. I get sidetracked, but I'm like, Oh, that's such a good one. <laughs> um, so we let her go and I'm just like, okay, moving on. And then I get a letter and it's from, <laughs> I think it, I think the acronyms are EEOC. It says EEOC. It looked very official. It was like the ugly turquoise from New Mexico. Yeah. Like the like ugly letterhead. Mm-hmm. And, and so I open this up and basically I begin to read um, what's basically where an employee goes, I think it's Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. If, if I might be butchering it, but it's something like that. And so basically I begin to read this letter and it was a formally filed complaint with the state that I was a racist employer, <laughs> right? That I was a racist and that I was paying other people more money because of their race, right? Mm. And I'm like the racist white guy, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what you were pinned as. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was pinned as, right? They, like, insane. Well, so, at the same time, there was like two white people in our entire church. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like, <laughs> there was like a great ethnic salad bowl of like people that were working for us at the yeah. time. Like, I don't care what you look like. I care what your results are and mm. that you have integrity as a human being. Like, I don't care like what color of the rainbow you are, the melanin of your skin. I'm like, bro, like yeah. do you get results. <laughs> and actually white people are lazy sometimes. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, I'm so like, true. I'm like, there's, there's some, some cultures out there that work so much harder than Americans mm-hmm. or people that their families from America. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, so I'm, I begin to read this letter and it just devastated me. I'm like, well, this, it was like really the first woman, attack on your character. As yeah, well. it was like yeah. this woman was was in all of my stuff. She was my assistant. Now she's calling me a racist, saying that I didn't pay her fairly and that I owed her all this money for work she did after hours and that I like grinded her. And I'm like, you can't even like schedule appointments and do assistant stuff when other places are closed. Like, yeah, it didn't even make any sense. Yeah. So and I'm just like, I'm just like bewildered and it wrecked me. Like it really did. I don't know why this one did. I think we had hired maybe like six, seven or eight people at this point. And, um, and it just, the fact that I was being like a sat, my character was being assassinated mm-hmm. when I hold myself to, I, you know, I believe to have great character, especially in this area, right? Like Albuquerque, New Mexico, like I'm a minority, <laughs> yeah. right? Like I'm literally a minority yeah. and it's like in this so town. Our best friends are like my, like, like our best friend is Mexican. Like your best friend, one of your best yeah. friends is black. Like, like Asian friends, black friends, yeah, yeah. Mexican friends. I had all, uh, kinds, yeah, of all friends. kinds of like, friends. Like I was a minority. Yeah. Uh, and also all kinds of employees. <laughs> and yeah. And so I'm just like, are you kidding me? And so guys, like you just got to understand that people are people mm-hmm. and it's just them. It's not you. Right. And yeah. so well, here, here's how this went down. And this is where like it, as a business owner, um, I created a bucket for this. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you in a second what that is. And so I end up having to go down 
to the whatever office building I had to go down to. They assigned us like a mediator. And so she said, hey, you owe me all this money. It's like $12,000 or something in wages or $5,000 in wages I didn't pay. Absolute nonsense. I had like a letter, like here's you acknowledging exactly how the time tracking system works, right? Here's all of your hours in the system. Like here's all the pay stubs. Like I had all the evidence. I had a stack of paperwork this big. And, but I still had this gut in my stomach, like, man, I got to go sit at a table with this woman who's like assassinating my character, said I'm a racist. I've got all this evidence and proof. Yeah. And I go and sit down. And um, when she got hired with me, she never intended to finish or do operate in the role. Yeah. Like this, her. This ended up being her track record, right? Like, yep. That's and what the, you found out. And that's what I found out later is that her track record was was this exactly, right? We go get hired somewhere, mm-hmm. we cry wolf, and then we go to the government, and the government, it, it, unfortunately, in New Mexico is, you know, like, I think there's probably a lot of injustice in the workplace, Yeah, and for sure. that's not cool, but this was not an injustice, <laughs> right? This was like, I was being taken advantage of, mm-hmm. right? And so I go sit down at this table and present all the evidence, bring all the facts, all she says is here's stuff... I worked these hours and he owes me this money. Yeah, with no proof. Like you no had proof. all the proof. All no proof. The, like her literal, Nothing. she logged her hours herself. Yes. Like her hours are logged by her. And you have all this proof all and all it. the pay stubs and all the everything. And it didn't matter. Yeah. And I'm like, here's the other people that work for me. Yeah. Nobody's like, she's not, she's making more money than these other people that she claims. Like they came in and interviewed. Yeah. Like our very first hire, our very first hire was an awesome guy from Mexico who was my graphic designer who literally was with us for six years. And they came in and like interviewed other people, like asking them, you know, do you feel like this is true? Like what has happened? You know? Yeah. And it was, yeah. So, so I sit down at the table and turns out they sided with her. It was like, okay, you owe her all this money. And it was like 12 grand. And yeah. I'm just like, what? I'm yeah. like, how? <laughs> yeah. Can like, you what do the evidence? math for me? Yeah. I'm like, but they didn't care. Right. Yeah. So there's this bucket that I have and it's called the cost of doing business bucket, (laughs) right? It's the cost of doing business bucket. And so when things happen that, you know, there's a lot of mistakes that you make and the mistake I made, right, was ultimately when she, there's a few things I'll get into, but sometimes like you just don't know what you don't know. And that's why you listen to a show like this, right? And so next time, when an employee assassinates your character or you're betrayed, right? Mm-hmm. And just know that there's a bucket and it's the cost of doing business bucket, mm-hmm. yep. right? And you just take it and you drop it <laughs> in the cost of doing business bucket and just yeah. understand that as an entrepreneur, stuff is going to fly your way. It's going to just be a cost of doing business. And that's where you got to throw it in that bucket because like it sucks. It's not fair. It's not right. It's not just, but like you don't get, you can either be the victim or you can figure it out later, right? Yeah. And so ultimately what happened is I, I realized that in the interview, like, and I was like, God, what happened? Like searching my brain, like, what did I what do What part wrong? of the process? Yeah, like what, what broke down? How did I not see this coming, mm-hmm. right? And I think it was like somebody with a legal background, right? <laughs> yeah. Was applying to be an assistant, right? Mm-hmm. Knew that she was going to get into all my stuff, was going to be able to see it all, right? had a legal background, understood, hey, I can like, here's how the process works with the state, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it was just like, we like, why would an assistant, like someone applying to be executive assistant have a legal background, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, it just didn't make sense. Yeah. 
And then and then you add should have been a red flag. Should have been a red flag. And then you add on this whole um, this whole like, you know, oh, I'm a Christian, too. And like just pouring into that, like it wasn't just like a quick mention. It was like a whole thing during the interview. And that should have been a red flag. So when someone uses what what they know about you to like build this rapport and like really focuses on that in an interview, like be weary of that, be cautious of that. Mm-hmm. Like what what's the real angle here, right? And and so if I think those were like that was the key thing I took away. And the other thing I did was I got some freaking rhino skin, right? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it wrecked me. It was like an entire week. I couldn't be productive. I was just like, what happened? How? I'm well, not, went on and on I'm not and on this person. Before, like, yeah, and then they're, the they're hearings and like they're, they're interviewing. The they're interviewing people. They're you know, they're setting the date. I got to go down there. I got to, I got to see her. I'm just like, oh my gosh. So that one was, and she didn't even look at you the whole time. Oh yeah. She wouldn't, she couldn't even make eye contact. Yeah. She couldn't even make eye yeah. contact. Yeah. And then to, to find out it's like your, your lawyer tells you like, yeah, she's been involved in like other lawsuits like this. Before. Yeah. She's done it before. So, <laughs> so lo and behold, there you go. So that, that was a good one. That was, that, that was a, one that taught me a lot emotionally on just how to manage that. And just like, this is the bucket of the cost of doing business. Right. Yeah. So here's another one. Ready for this one? No, I'm not ready. I don't think, I don't think like literally you guys, that was an emotional roller coaster for you. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? And some of you guys might be through like going through something like that or you have, and I love like the bucket of cost of doing business. So what else, what else can we put in that bucket for you, Brandon? Cost Uh, of doing business. uh, That's going to take a, (laughs) It's a lot longer than the time we have here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I um I hired one someone. Let's call her Schmeverly. Schmeverly. Okay? Oh yeah, Schmeverly. We got Schmeverly. <laughs> Schmeverly. <laughs> yeah, we got Schmeverly. She okay? was a Schmeverly for sure. And hired her for a <clears throat> a, a writing role, right? Yeah. Like to write a copyright. Yeah, she basically take my videos and transcribe yep. them before we knew what. Yeah, I don't remember like all the details. Transcription was, website was. Yeah, this was like so long ago. Um, but yeah, this is in the very beginning. Like we had just literally gotten the office. Yeah. This is like legit when we 20... first decided to go from laptop lifestyle like on the beach in Puerto Rico yep. and got the office. She was like maybe the third hire. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. like the third one. And, um, you know, it was just it was really interesting because the culture just wasn't there. That's what I realized with, with, with Schmeverly, right? <laughs> like when I look back, I'm like, we just like had nothing in common. There was no like cultural alignment, mm-hmm. just nothing. Right. I was just like, but I was just like, Hey, like you have the resume, you're, you've been a writer for a long time. Like, and, but what I didn't really put together though, was that the type of writing, yep. right. And this is just like the nuance. Right. And I've learned this about recruiting is like, what are you looking for? Well, you're looking for a unicorn. What's the unicorn? Somebody who in a company just like yours just completed the next three years, five years that you're about to go through. Mm-hmm. Right? That's good. So like, oh, you know, you, you want to hire a writer. It's like, well, hire someone who's been writing for a, so let's say you have a um, an e-commerce pet store, right? Yeah. Hire someone who's been writing for an e-commerce pet store that just finished growing it on the growth trajectory that you want to be on in the next three years. Yeah. That's the unicorn. That's like the unicorn, right? Mm -hmm. And so relevant experience, relevant experience, not just experience, but relevant experience and recency is important as well. Like how, how long ago was this experience, right? Because industries mature and they shift so fast, right? So I learned really, really quickly with this one that like her writing experience was strong and like deep, but it was in more like 
novel fiction, more like longer form mm -hmm. versus the shorter form type of digital stuff that we were doing. Mm -hmm. Right. So while she had like the right resume and like had the experience years, the experience was not relevant. Yep. Right. And so her workout and the audience was not re relevant. Right. And the audience, there you go as well. That was a good, that's a good one for sure. She just like, and so, so we come around to it, didn't do anything crazy. Um, but just the work product wasn't there. We had a meet, you know, we have performance improvement plan meetings, right? Hey, we got to adjust this. We got to fix this and did that. And the work product wasn't what we needed. I was just like, Hey, this isn't working out. This isn't the type of work that we need. We got to let you go. Right. It's like, you know, we had this meeting, you understand how we needed X, Y, Z. Yeah. Okay. So you understand why I have to let you go. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like, if you've done your job, if you've done your job, it, people should never be surprised when they're let go. Like, look, layoffs happen and that's just a surprise sometimes. Like there's no way to avoid that as a business owner. But on a one-on-one -on -one basis, people should not be surprised that they're being let go. Like, I think that's a mistake, right? You got to give them an opportunity to fix it. And then you just simply say, like, if you give them an opportunity to fix it and then they don't, they don't meet the standard, then you say, hey, you know, we had that meeting and you need to do X, Y, Z. Well, it's not happening. And so you understand why I have to let you go, right? Yeah. And like, that's it. That's <clears throat> it. Right. So I had this conversation with her, let her go. Well, before and... you let her go though, there was the thing with the fluorescent lights in the office. Oh yes. Yeah. The fluorescent lights. So, you know, we're in a, a really nice office building, like uh, yes, great office yep. building, great views, great bathrooms, like brand new building. It's gorgeous. Like it's amazing. Like, every, like I was like shocked that we got like this office space. Um, and it was beautiful and amazing and everyone, everyone loved it. And the thing with Schmeverly was, um, after she first got hired, she was like, you know, the fluorescent lights in here, you know, give me a headache, whatever. And we're like, okay. I mean, so she would constantly be like turning the lights off in the office and everyone would be, I remember in walking in and I was like, why are the lights off? Yeah. I'm yeah. like, what like is this, day like nap time? Day. Yeah, we have other employees <laughs> in there and she would turn the lights off on what everybody this, nap time? Um, in, in the office. And I mean, there's probably like, it wasn't a huge office. It was a very small space. There's probably like four. Thousand square feet. Yeah, thousand square feet, like four actual, you know, things in there. And so the, the lights would always be off. And then we're just like, listen, you can't keep turning the lights off on everyone. You know, like people are trying to work. It's a workspace, right? And then came to Brandon and was like, hey, I'm going to need you to buy me like you need to buy me these special set of glasses <laughs> for me to work. <laughs> they were like $500. Yeah, they're like $500 glasses yeah, I that this. she wanted you to buy her with her prescription. Yeah, in them because for her to because be we had fluorescent lights in an office building. Yeah, like I don't even know what office building doesn't have fluorescent lights. <laughs> I know. I know. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, on, like, honestly, I'm like, OK, guys. How, what office buildings have like dim yellow light? Like none of them. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm like, Hey, like I totally like, don't want you to have problems, but like we have, we have an office, we need the lights on. It's not like now I can't have a nap time atmosphere in my office. Yeah. Like we got work so this to is do. like dark in there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> if you're in here by yourself, turn the lights off. It's cool. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. But if other people are here, which is every day, <laughs> it's like, like you got to turn the lights on and like, I can't buy your $500 glasses because this is like standard issue, you know? Yeah. Like, and like, maybe if it was like, Hey, we're a year down the road and you're like, you've done a great job. And I'm like, we've got rapport and trust and like, 
-hmm. and you're like, come to me with something like that. I, I think it's a little different than like coming out of the gate like week two. Yeah. And so I think I totally forgot about that. And I think she <laughs> resented me because of this. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And so wh whether that had something to do with the work product or not, I have no idea. Yeah. And, right? e and even after the whole conversation about keeping the lights on and everything, like we'd roll up to the office or I'd ro roll up to the office, you would be in your office and you'd usually be there before me, but I'd roll in and then the lights would be off and I'd like turn them back on and then you'd come back out at lunchtime and be off again. Like even <laughs> after all these conversations oh, and like, everyone else in the like office is like, what is happening? Like why, what is this like fight yeah. over the lights on and off, you know? Yep. So we let Schmeverly go. Yeah. And later down the road, it was probably like what? She worked for us for probably like two months, three months. Yeah. It was like two, it three was months. A while. Yeah. That's what I'm telling you guys. It's the, the first 90 days. It's like if they, if everything goes well past that, then be like, oh, all right, we got them. You know yep. what I mean? They're the right yeah. person because stuff's weird stuff. Yeah. It happens. might be the fluorescent lights. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Gosh. Don't, don't have fluorescent lights in your office building. Gosh. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So I think we even took a vote. <laughs> I think we took a vote in the office. Of we? Who, yeah, we did. Of who wanted the lights to be on and who wanted them to be off. Like, that's how bad it got. Because it was like, well, if everyone feels, she's like everybody. And we're like, well, if everyone feels this way, we'll just take a vote. We did take we a vote. We did. We took a <laughs> vote. And they wanted them on. Yes. Yeah. And that's how we got right? to it. Yeah. Because we were like, well, if everyone... She's like everyone, right? And so Brandon is always like, well, if you're going to say everyone, it better be everyone. Like that better be a fact and you better be able to back that up. Fact check. And he's her. like, well, yeah, we'll we'll take a vote. And if the rest of the employees want the lights on, then we're going to have yeah. the lights on. I thought that was a very like equitable yeah. way to handle that. Yeah, that, that is exactly the way that it happened. Like you know? now that I'm recalling. Yeah. And everyone was like, uh, we want the freaking lights on so we can see to work. I like, yeah. can't see my stuff. Yeah. Can't see my keyboard, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my oh my that's amazing we took a vote so lo and behold time goes on i get a letter yep. another letter hey whenever a government entity hits you up it's always a letter <laughs> yeah. so so just know that i'm like yeah. they're not calling so you. just don't check your mail yeah no you should check your mail <laughs> <laughs> don't check your mail yeah there's a solution <laughs> oh my god oh. this is why this is why i run the operations yeah, guys exactly i'd be like hey if i don't check my, my mail i don't know yeah if I don't look at my email, I never got anything. Yeah, exactly. I ignorance is bliss. Oh, oh my, God. my gosh. So, so I get a letter from OSHA. OSHA. Right. And like OSHA is the entity that like, I mean, you guys probably know what OSHA is, right? It's like their job is to make sure the workplace, the workplace is safe and friendly. And like most people that deal with OSHA are like people that build houses and do manufacturing <clears throat> and do have dangerous stuff going on in the workplace. Right. Or like right? a warehouse that's 90 degrees that yeah, people like, are working in for eight hours. Yeah, and I think like, do I love government entities? No. Do I think regulation is necessary in some ways? Yes, mm -hmm. right? But, so I get a letter from OSHA saying that they had a complaint that we had a hazardous <laughs> work environment. Oh, like it's the most, if you guys had seen the office, it was like the most gorgeous office too. Like even a kitchen. Yeah. Like, like it was beautiful. like, a, it was a brand new brick building brand new. and in Albuquerque, it was like, in Al it was probably the nicest looking office building in, Albuquerque. in the city. Yeah. Probably pretty yes. close. Like, yeah. like top 10. Yes. Top 10, like yes. brand new building, like yeah. beautiful elevator. Like it was nice. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's oh even gosh, a parking garage. There's a par brand new parking garage. Yeah. 
So I, gorgeous people, views of the mountains. People haven't driven around like Metro Albuquerque and really get the. It's like it's old, yeah. right? It's just not. It's not. A everything's new, like southwestern yeah, Pueblo style. Everything's like, rusty. And everything old. looks sunburnt. Yeah, it looks sunburnt. <laughs> She's always said that. Everything looks sunburnt. Everything's sunburnt. And I, I love it. It's like my hometown, right? It's where I grew yeah, up. Sorry, I'll stop talking but crap. The, no, it's okay. It, it's a little sunburned. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's what happens. That's why I get sunburned easily. You know, <laughs> like right now, I got. Look at this. I got like a superhero. If you guys see the video. <laughs> Look at this. We went to a PGA tour game in Austin and Tournament I'm like match. I got like a V sunburn. Anyway. Yeah. So everything looks like that basically. Yeah. And our office was beautiful. So I'm looking at this letter from OSHA, like, what is happening? Right. Hazardous work. So they show up, right? The guy shows up. And yeah, and they show up like unannounced, right? Yeah. Like they, they just roll up the, to the office. The guy shows up unannounced. They like to catch you off guard. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking OSHA. I'm like, I have an internet company well, and I have OSHA called on so, me. So the claims were the fluorescent lighting. And then it was like there was ceiling tile work because we had just moved to this office before. And they, I think they're running better internet for us or something like that. But they were working on the ceiling. So there was exposed wires while they had like the ceiling tiles removed. And then something about like fire extinguishers or something, right? Yeah, it was just <laughs> absolute nonsense. Like, so, so OSHA shows up and yeah. this guy comes in and I'm like, He's like, hey, but I'm like, hey, With man, what's portfolio. going on? Yeah, he's got his little clipboard. <laughs> and I'm just like, hey, man, what's going on? And he's like, hey, I'm with OSHA. We had a complaint. You guys had exposed wiring that it was hazardous. Something's going on. Like your lighting is, isn't is safe. And I'm just like, well, it's all yours, man. Look around. <laughs> so I go sit at my desk and I'm just almost laughing to myself. I'm like, this is such a joke. Like, I'm not yeah. stressed at all about this one. This one, I'm like, no, nah. I'm like, I'm like, totally <laughs> fine. I'm just like, that woman called OSHA on me. <laughs> I'm like, I almost, this one was like a badge of honor for me because I'm like, I did everything to like acquiesce to what she wanted. We took a vote. Like it was ridiculous. <laughs> we took a vote. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was like, like, yeah. I mean, it's, I don't, how else do you handle that? So anyway, so he comes in my office and he's like, all right, man. He's like, I don't see anything here. And you tell, he gave me the look like, this is the stupidest call I've ever taken. <laughs> like he looked yeah. at me like, yeah. I have no idea why I'm here. And I was like, yeah, man, how, is there anything I can do? I just, you know, I want to, I want to com be compliant. He's like, I don't, I don't see anything here, man. He's like, yeah, uh, you have a great day. Schmeverly. Yeah. And then he left and I'm just like. But it was scary. Like OSHA just shows up and then we're just like totally caught off guard. And we're just like. Yeah. Like, oh, like this for real. Like just shows up out of the blue out of nowhere. Yeah. And I don't even think I knew what OSHA was. No, no. We were just like, we got this letter. I didn't even know what OSHA was. We're like being served. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm like 23, 24. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't know what OSHA was. Yeah. I've like I have an internet business, you know? Like I know what like like the internet is. I know what like Facebook is and <laughs> so so that one was uh that one was fun, but it wasn't as bad, right? And so the mistake was that the relevancy of experience. That's what it was, right? It was a culture fit and a relevancy of experience. Like I had absolutely nothing in common, mm -hmm. and I don't think like you need to have like, hmm, how do I explain this? I don't think you need to be like buddy, buddy or have the same hobbies or be the same age. Yeah. But you know, when like just in communication, it's just not there. Yeah. You know, with people, there's, like, mm -hmm. there's just like such a gap and like, it's not always like evident what it is. It's yeah. just like, there's just there's absolutely just like no nothing. bridge of communication. Yeah. It's almost like she was like on an island. Even yeah. with the rest of the employees, like no, like she wasn't a culture fit with any other of the old employees. And she was basically like on her own island yeah. and like didn't talk to anyone, yeah. like never left her desk. Like 
had this whole like disgruntledness amongst the other employees, like turning the lights off and like all this stuff. And there was just nothing in common. And she was like this one employee that was over here on this island while everyone else was like excited about what we were doing. There was like, she had zero excitement about what we were doing. She had zero like buy-in on the mission. Like none of it. Like it's, it's like, I'm just show up and write these things. And then like, you know, turn the lights off and totally get out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a great, great example of culture. Like and mm-hmm. and then just that relevancy of experience, right? It just it didn't equate. So, so so Schmeverly didn't work out, <laughs> but we learned some. We learned something from that mistake, right? We yeah. learned something from that mistake. <laughs> yeah. So at the end of the day, the answer is people will be people. People are people. Yeah. You're gonna have to put things in the cost of doing business bucket. Yep. Um. Deal with, deal with drama if it's a distraction. But if it creates distraction just by feeding it, then don't talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. Like I gotta, like that. That's hard to put into practice. Like that's that, that's a really good tip for you guys. Like, like there were some massive nuggets in this conversation. I hope you guys enjoyed yes. us talking about some of the mistakes we've made yeah. with people and some of the mishaps. Schmeverly, Schmevin, and Schmitney. Yeah. yeah, don't hire anyone whose name starts with S C H. Like, hey, as entrepreneurs, we got to look for patterns, right? (laughs) That's the the lesson of the day today. Oh, love it, guys! Hey, thanks for watching, guys. Hey, we've uh, we've got five star reviews. We appreciate those so much. Like, if you got value from this, like the algorithm with reviews, it's part of how it works. We'd be so grateful if you subscribe and review. Don't subscribe and review if you didn't like the show or you didn't think it was valuable. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, don't. Like, I, I, we don't deserve it. If you got to this point, you're still listening to it. You didn't like it. Like, maybe you're kind of a little strange, but <laughs> hey. But we love you guys. We thanks Thank for watching so the, the Big Business Mistake Show, and uh, we're coming with some power stuff next time, and we're gonna be coming with some power guests so you can hear their stories as well so this show won't just be us we're going to bring in some powerhouse guests yeah we're going to dig into their dirty laundry oh that's going to be way more i'm excited to do that that's going to be good guys awesome guys thanks (laughs) for joining us We'll, we'll see you next time bye